0: The Frequency Forty Nine Show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB.
1: Welcome to the Frequency Forty Nine Show. I'm Cat Victorino, and joining me today are Graham Ross and Kim Sorensen. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello Kat. Kat. How are we doing now?
2: doing great. great
1: now these boys were both in london this past weekend tell us about your experience
2: uh lots of beer <laughs> we're good mates and uh, a decent game in the end yeah it was a good weekend we a good atmosphere Thoroughly enjoyed it. Fantastic, and it was good to. I had met Kim before, and we just we um, we messaged each other, and we just uh, we were on the way to a pub, and he, and he was already in that same pub that we were heading to. So it was it was, and we stayed there for for quite a bit. So it was good. Nice. It
1: it was a real brilliant evening. Did you have a good trip over, Kim?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, we uh, we arrived from from Denmark on Friday and left early Monday morning, and. Well, with all the paperwork that needed to be done, uh, I, I had a bad feeling bef- before I left. But it it really wasn't that that big a deal once it once we were there.
1: Well, that's fortunate. Well, let's see. So we had a bye week last week, and we got to catch up on the uh, previous game. So a couple Sundays ago, we played the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, our final score was seventeen to ten, with a Cardinals win. But guys. To me, I, you know, I don't care how rough Lance looked, I don't care how rough the team looked, that was a hell of a win in my book, because we held the Cardinals to seventeen points.
2: Yeah, most definitely. Um I think that's I think the um the defense side of things is getting underlooked. Uh not um not giving much credit of this the season so far. But you know, you saw um you know how many points they wrapped up at the weekend just gone. Um I think it was against the, I was going to say it was against the Browns they just played, wasn't it, um, well, last yeah. <laughs> week? And, uh, but, you know, they were they supposedly had a good, quite a high, highly fancied good defense and, uh, you know, and uh, they tore them apart. So, you know, to keep that defense to that, sorry, keep Caller Murray and to 17 points was um, a good showing, but I don't think that's where our problems lie, though.
0: No, I, I agree completely. It's, it's the de- the defense, the way they handled uh, the Seahawks the week before, and then Kyler Murray. the The problems we have had for, with mobile quarterbacks seems uh, it seems like uh, Demeco Ryan's has uh, a uh, a recipe for how to to deal with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I yeah I agree with that completely because that was always the Achilles heel for the last couple of seasons. But you know, we kept Wilson in relative uh, relative check, and 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 Rogers, bar their individual brilliance at key moments. You know, um, we we you know, we could have all those games were winnable at the in the end of the day, weren't they? So.
1: So yeah, we really haven't been giving D'Amico Ryan's the credit that he deserves with this with this defense. Um, I mean, Bosa and DJ Jones both sacked Murray once, so we had two sacks. Yeah, we could have gone for more. Fred Warner, nine tackles in the game, seven solo, two assisted. So the defense still feels pretty strong to me. Um, Obviously, our issues are definitely on offense. Uh, Trey went 15 for 29, 192 yards, no touchdowns, one INT with a 58.4 passer rating. So his inexperience definitely showed in his performance there. But... He had flashes of brilliance. He was able to get out of the pocket. He rushed six, 16 rushes for 89 yards, a 5.6 yard average. Um, I'm okay with that. I mean, are we developing our own mobile quarterback here?
2: I, well, I think that's part of his game, isn't it? Um, I think I would much rather he was mobile off schedule rather than mobile off design runs because I didn't think the design runs worked very well. Um if I'm if I'm being honest, uh, he was more dynamic. You know, take take the very very first play. You know, coverage breaks down straight, you kick know, straight away, and you know he scrambles for first down sixteen yards. That's what he that's what he's good at. So, don't I, for me I wouldn't script runs for Lance. I would just let him be himself um, and let him develop.
0: Well, some of some of the plays were were scripted and and some of them were. Were, were not the the almost touchdown run was was Lance just uh, trying to to find something for himself once uh, I believe he was uh, he had they had designed it for, for for him to throw to Sanu and he was covered but 16 carries is is, is too much and and the result was he, he had a a calf injury so, so um, they 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 need, uh, Shanahan needs to up his his game game plan.
1: Or I feel like they need to add more practices, but that's going to be my soapbox for today. Um, <laughs> 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 Rushing yeah, wise, no. well, I mean, let's face it, it's part of the strength and conditioning. It's been one of the things I've harped about for four years. And with Kendrick Bourne coming out in the off season, you know, razzing on Shanahan for his lack of practice, uh, you know, maybe there's a lot to be said for that.
2: I think there's something in it. I mean, like the fact that again we're getting a lot of injuries, but then in injuries are, are part of this game. But and you can protect yourself as the best the best you can. But you know, when you see things like you know, um, like Kittle getting. Um, twisted and contorted and you know a couple of games back then it's not, I'm not surprised you know that, that, that he's out for, for for a few weeks I don't know what strength and conditioning can you do to the body to prepare for that so those sort of things are going to happen um, but I think the fact it keeps happening and you know while other teams have, have injuries are they as bad and are they as deep as ours I I, I don't know but, uh, yeah, j- just going back to Lance uh, f- for a minute. I think, you know, I, I, if anybody hasn't seen this, um, I've, I've, when you've, I've when I've been on here before, I've, I've harped on about a YouTube channel called The QB School by JT Sullivan that's hosted by... Now, he's an, ex, he's an ex-49ers quarterback, um, but he was also an ex-quarterback for a lot of teams, if I'm being honest. But he... So he, he was never a, st- uh, a, a, a superstar, but... He's been in many a quarterback room meeting, a hell of a lot more than what I do, than I've ever been in. <laughs> and you know, he can he breaks down the games and the plays, and he sort of like he knows the concepts. He understands what what concepts work against certain coverages and what what where the plays designed by the routes that the guys run and what what they're trying to do, and he explains it really, really, really well. And to summarise up what he's saying about Lance, well. The first thing was the offensive line just didn't help him um, at all, all game. But there were still opportunities for him to make the throw. But it's like he's waiting for receivers to come open and seeing them before letting the ball go rather than trusting that they are going to get open by the time and letting it go early. And that is just something that's going to come as he gets more reps and as he gets more plays. And And the only way he's going to get that is becoming the starting quarterback because if he, without you're not going to get the reps as the as the number 2 and you're not going to get the game experience so what he needs is games this is the equivalent of his junior no i think this is the equivalent of his sophomore or is it sophomore or junior year in college you know and he's playing he's playing in the he's playing in the pros he's not game ready yet nowhere near it and he needs that he needs that playing time to develop and get to get to trusting the fact that his receivers are going to be open and just you know two steps and go and don't get hit he'll learn he will learn
1: nothing to add kim no, no
0: not not really i i, I agree um garoppolo maybe the the yeah uh, no no i i think we're, I, there, there's one of the questions later i think so so i'll just uh, keep keep my mind to myself then. fair enough
1: <laughs> Well, overall, we had the ball for thirty-one minutes, fifty-four seconds. The Cardinals had it for twenty-eight minutes, six seconds. Uh, Penalties—they're still an issue, guys. With seven penalties for sixty yards, the Cardinals had six for sixty-two. Uh, fourth down efficiency—we weren't very efficient. We did have a we did have one that we made. We were one for five, 20 percent. Cardinals didn't even have to try. And our third down efficiency was twenty-seven percent, three for eleven. So, yeah, there's a lot that we can improve on.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's mistakes. Um, I mean it's. I think it's even going going back all season long, and I don't I don't know what it is. I think I read somewhere going back to I think it was a game against Philadelphia, um, and there was a play that Samuel kind of like um, that Debo kind of like broke, and like he actually wrong ran the wrong route on that play, and, and Groffle picked him up, and that kind of like got the momentum going. So, th- so there's an example of it working for you, but then there's lots of examples where the mistakes are killing us. You know, I mean, like that, the the, the fourth down play. You know that wh- when when come up and run under under center center, when he that wasn't the play for him to take to 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 do the sneak. You know, the, if you go to that QB school um, art, um, video that they've done on Lance, he actually breaks that down and says, "Look at this. You look at like." Trent Williams is ready to pull he's ready to go um so therefore the play was actually for um was for you to snap it pit, and pitch it back and toss it to on a sweep to to lance and it would have got you more than got the one yard you know so yeah so the mistakes were it's it's mistakes all around the team, and th- that's what's killing us right now in offense
1: absolutely. Well, that, and, you know, we've we touched on, you know, how many carries Trey had and, and, you know, the difference between instinctual and design. Did you know there is a. Mark got us a list of quarterbacks who had 16 carries in a regular season game since 1975. Guess what? They're all pretty contemporary, too. Trey Lance, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Cam Newton, and Tim Tebow all have had 16 carries in a regular season game. For a quarterback, that's. I mean, if, if you would expect to see Russell Wilson up there, you know, you'd expect to see your, your running quarterbacks up there and yet less than 16 carries for those guys. So, yeah, got to find that right balance for Trey, you know?
2: How, here's a question for you, Kat. Hmm. How, how many, what's the maximum run Steve Young had? How many carries as, as a 49ers quarterback? Uh,
1: In a game? In a game. I want to say it was like 12, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, I think it was. 11. Minis- oh, it was 11. Okay. 11.
2: See, so there you go. I, so the I know one, my boy. The, the most, the most, the most mobile running um, off schedule quarterbacks that we've had never had as many runs as that.
1: Yeah. Definitely something to work on. He'll get. The, he needs. Yeah, and I agree. He needs the experience. He needs the time. You know, it. I in an ideal season you know Jimmy would be coming out in the fourth quarter and Trey would be taking us the rest of the way unfortunately here we are we have to uh, hope and pray that we can keep him healthy enough that he can get the experience that he needs so Trey was the fourth youngest quarterback to make his first career start in the Super Bowl era meaning since 1966 he was one day younger than Alex Smith I loved that tidbit when they announced that on that day on Smith's first First day, first game. He threw no touchdowns, four interceptions and a 28-3 loss to who? The Colts, who we will be talking about quite sh- shortly, won't we? Uh, the 49er players had catchers had a drop rate of 16.7%, which tied them for the highest of any team so far. Whew. Okay, I'm done breaking that one down. How about you guys? Should we move on to questions? Yes. <laughs> it's only going to get better right it's only going to get better nathaniel james wants to know or says and then has a question for us to me it's clear that trey lance has so much promise and is clearly able to extend plays that jimmy can't hard agree i feel that the bye week will help us get so much needed rest and recuperation for some of our key guys here's the question guys does the cast believe jimmy will be back after the bye week
0: absolutely I don't think there's much doubt uh, because uh, Garoppolo was at, at the practice on Monday and Lance was not. And uh, however much uh, Shanahan loves to play those those games with the media and keep the the opponents guessing, I can't see any way that you start Lance without uh, giving him starter rips uh, during the week.
2: No, I, I agree. I mean, like it's 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 not ju- it's not just that. I think I think we can see Lan- Lance's raw. He's good. We moved we moved the ball, but you know the record shows that we gen. You know, we've got- Ginny gives us the best chance of winning games, and we're still in the hunt for the playoffs. I know we're a bit behind in the division, but you know we're still in the hunt for the playoffs. So I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, you know, you- Shanahan will not start. Um, Garoppolo, as long as we're in the hunt for the playoffs.
1: Now, I saw, heard some speculation out there that it could quite possibly be that Jimmy is the starter, but he has a very short leash. Meaning, as soon as he starts throwing the picks, he gets benched. What do you think about that premise?
0: Well, it's a possibility, but, but the, again, uh, Lance is so so raw, if, uh, for, for lack of a better word, that that I, I, I can't see a re- realistic scenario where they, they give Garoppolo the starter reps uh, for, uh, for, for each game and then just uh, yank him as soon as he throws a pick or has a fumble or a dumb play. As long as we are in the hunt, I believe this is uh, Garoppolo's team. And then hopefully, as you said, we'll, we'll soon have one of those games where it's, everything is uh, decided by the thir- end of the third quarter and, and Lance can come in and, and get some, uh, some, some, some practice against uh, a, a team with, when we have a healthy lead.
1: It's been a couple of years since we've been able to experience that kind of thing. Gareth Smith says, I guess my biggest question topic for discussion is, how can so many people completely write off a team that were very close to stopping the last undefeated team in the league? Yes, things aren't perfect. Yes, mistakes are being made. And I love this. But crikey, the cards weren't all that much better than us. I'm sorry. Crikey is one of my favorite words. (laughs) Discuss. We are not as bad as everyone is making us look or sound like we are
2: we're not and like the league is a f- a fickle week by week thing right okay we've we've lost okay we've lost three games on the bounce as as I alluded to earlier majority of the other two were down to sheer individual brilliance um of the other team um, at key moments this one we could have won uh you know, that's the one that i thought was f- more far more within our grasp you know we it's a week by week thing um we're not out of it um, by by a long shot, and I saw something as well today. I think I think Nathaniel posted it on the group, saying that the and I can't remember the exact the exact split, but over weeks one to five, the week that we played, we had one of the hardest schedules, and then for the rest of the season, in terms, we've got one of the easiest strength yeah. schedule strips schedule. So, you know, you, we'll see. Um, I, we're I don't believe we're out of it. I don't believe we're we're, we're that bad. We're we're in a tough division. We're three games, four games behind. Maybe I don't know. I can't because they played one more than us. Um, yeah, it'll it's all work uh, out at the end. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's still a long way to go.
0: There is. There's, we are half a game Abs- behind the, the the seventh seventh seed. Uh, so it the the, the difficult the, the strength of uh, of schedule. Uh, is also well I, I know it, it if if you look at it at the, the, the first part of our schedule has been it's been tougher uh, it's a bit it's a bit misleading because uh, the Colts played really well uh, last week uh, so they, they are in the, the sort of easy category and uh, and some of the other teams are, as well they they may go on a on a run. I I, I think we are. I'm still convinced we'll be will be a playoff team by by the end of the regular season. But so so few things that separate uh, teams in, in in games. And as as you said, uh, Graham, we, we might as well be four and one as as we could have been one and four, just be, because some of those. Uh, bounces uh, could could have gone the other way yeah
2: yeah Yeah, definitely
1: exactly kevin herbert says jimmy should he stay or should he go it's obvious trey is the future but realistically how many games are we going to get out of him this season and i know a lot of people on twitter have been talking about trading jimmy
2: well there's there's two things for me i I think firstly and foremostly shanam believes that jimmy gives us the best chance to win if we're in the hunt for the playoffs is, is Garoppolo. It's as simple as that. Where, where the spanner and the works comes is is if we're not in the hunt, or two, somebody comes offering a trade for Jimmy. And then, then you have to consider it, because at the end of the season, there's very little trade value for Garoppolo. You know because a lot of the teams will well, all the teams know that we can cut them for a cap hit of one point two million dollars or something silly like that so if they they're not going to offer that much for a player that they know it can be cut so if somebody comes calling as in as an example maybe potentially Cleveland who've lost their quarterback and they need and they want somebody that can drop and go that then you have to listen to what that offer is
1: very well said. Uh, Steve, I think we kind of covered your question. Oh, I'm sorry, Kim, go ahead.
0: No, I I was just going to say that I don't think there's a very big market for, for Garoppolo, uh, other, other teams know that he is a dead man walking pretty much. So uh, that our bargaining situation is, is poor. So, uh, so, so he won't, he won't, he will not f- get us uh, a lot of uh, draft capital in uh, in return of or players. Uh, if, if 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 that was the case. So, and and even if we 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 traded him uh, at at this this point, we we have all already seen after one game that Lance was was injured, and and that, and, that, and then we have to 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 continue with Nate Sutfield as our starting quarterback that's uh, that's just to make you just depressed
1: yeah yeah let's <laughs> <laughs> And really, we shouldn't be depressed because we're not that bad off. We just have a lot of owies. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. I mean, the other thing is at the end of the season is to, is to consider is, what does does Garoppolo see himself as a starting quarterback? And more importantly, do other teams see him as a starting quarterback? Because if, if he's not, he's not going to get his 27 or $25 million, whatever it is, if he's, if he's a backup. So if he's going to be a backup, why don't we renegotiate him and be our backup to try it to, to, to Lance next season? I would, I would be quite happy with that.
1: I'd be fine with that. My, yeah. <laughs> Here we are trying to solve all the 49ers woes. Uh, Mark Lyon has, some, has a really great few statements followed by a question. It was clear that Lance just isn't ready and the decision on who starts versus the Colts should be based on whether we still have playoff aspirations or not. If we do, Garoppolo is the best option. If not, then we may as well stay with Lance. Things I saw about Lance. He was inaccurate on a lot of throws. He has an ugly spiral that needs tidying up. He has one speed of throw. When scrambling, he's okay, which we've said. Designed runs, he seems like a bit, a bit like a rabbit in the headlights, often standing still and not running on instinct or play understanding. He didn't seem to go through reads very well. It is all stuff that should be fixable. That's the good thing. But his lack of experience is very evident. So the question is, are we still aiming for the playoffs, or have we given up hopes after Week 5?
2: Oh, We're still aiming for the playoffs without a shadow of a doubt.
1: Heck yeah. Absolutely. That's why we play the game, or why they play the game and we watch it, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you, you wouldn't be fair to the rest of the, you know, right now, right now to, 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 to put Lance in, to get him the game experience, you wouldn't be fair to the rest of this current team. This current team knows that, that knows they're a good team. And I, and I don't think that would give them the best chance of feeling that they're winning. And that would, I think, would affect the lot, locker room. So I, I, can't, I can't see throwing in the towel when we're, just because um, our division rivals undefeated after six games.
1: Exactly. Well, now we are back this week. Our bye is done. We are back. We're playing week to week. And we're going to go play the Colts. The Niners lead the all-time series versus the Colts 26-19, with the Niners losing the last four meetings. The last meeting was a 26-23 overtime win for the Colts in Week 5 of 2017. Uh, what do we see out of this Colts team, you guys? I haven't really paid attention to them this year.
0: Well, I, I think they have uh, disappointed. Really, <laughs> really, <Yeah. laughs> Really much, uh, I, I believe they. I, I thought they would be uh, uh, a contender for for one of for for one of the top seeds in in the AFC. But uh, well they they are two and four, and well, they they played well against the the Texans. But but other than that, I don't think they have uh, lived up to their their expectations. Kind of like us. <laughs> For that, for that matter,
2: yeah, I also think they'll be quite up, upset and motivated by the fact that they they blew away a three quarter lead like they did against the against the um, against the Ravens um, on Monday night the other night um, or Sunday night whenever it was uh, that that they played. Uh, you know, like they had that game wrapped up and then. Somehow Lamar Jackson, whether it was down to Lamar Jackson or a bit of bad play on, on their sides, but you know they lost the game, and um, so that that's really all what all what I've seen of them. And obviously you know you, you do keep an eye out on what Buckner's doing. Yeah, not, well, he's yeah, not, he's <laughs> not exactly hard to miss in, in that defensive line, is he?
1: <laughs> no, he's not.
0: <laughs> he has been available to the media, and he has said that it's a little bit personal for him on Sunday.
1: I'm sure. I think it almost always is when you go against your former team.
0: I think it was a good interview, though. He, he didn't... Uh, there, there, there was the whole story about how the trade happened and the negotiations, but he, he seems uh, really down-to-earth and matter-of-fact uh, about how this was about the salary cap. Uh, And the opportunities to, yeah, that that they, they, they didn't see uh, a way to, to meet uh, in the middle uh, and, and the Colts were just in a better position to give him a huge contract. So there was, there was no, there was no hard feelings on his part.
1: Well, that's good. But I'm sure still there's a little bit of, you know, why couldn't they find room, you know. And to say,
2: there's no hard feelings until game time.
1: <laughs> exactly. No hard feelings until game time. I love it. <laughs> well, offensively, the Colts are 19th, averaging 23.2 points per game, and 15th in total yardage with an average of 367.5 yards per game. Um, the Niners sit 17th, averaging 23.4 points per game. Hmm, and 14th in yardage at 368.2. So on paper, offensively, pretty evenly matched. Let's look defensively. The Colts are 11th in points allowed with 21.8 points per game, and 20th in total yards allowed with 366.5. The Niners are 15th in points allowed at 23.8, and 6th in yards allowed at 329.8. Hmm. So both sides of the ball, we look to be pretty evenly matched. So I'm wondering if the Colts are in the same position we are, where most of their losses could have easily been wins.
2: Quite possibly. I've not seen um, much of the Colts at all this season. Um, no, it's it's going to be it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game. Yeah. Um, I I just I I still smart from the fact that last year when the Eagles came Carson. Wentz led a team that managed to beat us, but I think that was more because we shot ourselves in the foot with with, with Nick Mullins throwing and well throwing to somebody who obviously wasn't never going to catch the ball because they weren't on the bloody field, you know, because you couldn't hit an open receiver and all that kind of stuff. So I've got I want I want to I want revenge on, on Wentz. So uh, for that for that game <laughs> more than anything else, if I'm being honest, that's what I want out of this game. This is Graham's um, revenge game. Yeah, but you know, it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be good. Look forward to it.
1: Entertaining. And it's the Sunday night game. So um, you guys will be up early Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: ha- I have Monday off.
1: Perfect. Well, the Niners open as three and a half point favorites for the game. So hopefully they can cover all right, guys, I have two minutes on the clock. Are we ready for the two-minute drill? Yeah, sure. sure. Why not, right? <laughs> Kim, is George Kittle suddenly becoming a bad apple?
2: No. I,
0: I think that's, that's just one of those uh, exaggerations uh, and, uh, because of the frustrations right now. People are putting... Uh, what was it? He was... It was after he uh, he liked something about... I, I, I don't remember. A, a the, competitor yeah, or something. He, yeah. he liked something that was put out and it, everyone started interpreting all sorts of stories into it.
1: Graham, is Coach starting to lose the locker room?
2: I don't think so. No.
1: Kim, I... is the... Oh, sorry.
2: No, it's just there's a close-knit bunch of guys. That's always been in the way of the Shanahan. I don't, I don't think so, not at all.
1: Kim, is the stuttering offense bad play design or bad execution? Uh,
2: execution,
0: yeah, probably a bit of a bit of both. But uh, I think there's been f- far too much about the execution uh, that has been 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 lacking. Like. Like Graham said about the Kyle kind of Hughes play, the 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 play design was was good, but the execution part was was <laughs> shit, and uh, the result showed. Uh,
1: Graham, could this really be the end of Coach if we don't have a winning season?
2: I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't. I, I don't think so. No.
1: Kim, if this is the end of Coach, who would you bring in to replace him?
0: Uh-huh. I, 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 I really I really have no idea. I'm I'm not ready to to, <laughs> to to find a replacement for him.
1: We're not ready to move on from Shanahan, and on that note, <coughs> ends the two-minute drill. All right, guys, is there anything else we want to go over? Sh-
0: should we have uh, game predictions as such?
1: Um, sure, go for it.
0: I'm I'm pretty confident we'll we'll win this. We we need to get that that uh home first home win.
1: Do you think it'll be a blowout or do you think it'll be a pretty close game?
0: I'm I'm afraid to say a blowout because that usually backfires, but uh <laughs> but I, I feel pretty confident that that we'll get that first first home win of the season.
1: <laughs> Graham, how about you?
2: I I think it will be a close win, Um, but um, for my pick six, I will not be putting this as my lock.
1: (laughs) I haven't chosen my lock yet. I haven't decided yet. Um... Well, of course, I'm going to pick the Niners to win. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to the wire, and I think the Niners are going to finally show us that they can get through the fourth quarter without giving it all away. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, you know, I'm I'm ever the dreamer. Anyway, thanks to AudioNautics.com for the music. Thanks to Mark Lyon, Andrew Mitchell, Daryl Nils-Hanman, Neil Jepsen, Deepak Gohill, Paul McDonald, James Little, Rob Newell, Kev Nyland, Simon Holdsworth, Nathaniel James, Stephen Box, and Graham Ross for all that they do in the group and on the show. Apologies to anyone I may have missed. Thank you to all in the group who continually contribute, whether it's in the game day thread or the sharing of other content. We'd love to have you on the show. Just let us know. You can message any of the admins in the group or email us. Or you can check out the calendar under announcements in the Facebook group and sign up for a date. I'll contact you via messenger and we'll make further arrangements. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NinerEmpireGB and on Facebook search for the group Niner Empire Great Britain. Don't forget to check out the blog which is available on your favorite podcast app. You can also email us at Frequency49Show at gmail.com. It's time to say goodbye boys.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye boys. boys. (laughs)
1: on behalf of kim sorison and graham russ i'm cat victorino thank you for listening we'll be back next week goodbye for now